0: Hi, this is Rachel. And this is Natalie. And we are the Instamamas. We are sisters with a podcast. And we talk about everything from faith, healthy, clean living, adoption, foster care, motherhood, and and everything everything in between. Thanks for listening. Hello, this is Natalie. And Rachel. And we are
1: the Instamamas. Oh my gosh, I almost just said I'm Rachel so that
0: just <laughs> t- tells you where my brain is we at just got today. so used to people being like oh are you Natalie or are you Rachel that we I- kind of can be either one i hope you can tell our voices as-
1: separately like literally uh, this has nothing to do with today's podcast but one time rachel would come out and be wearing the same outfit as me when we were in high school and we we're only a year apart and be like you have to go change <laughs> i'm
0: like i had this on first and then last summer we went to a barbecue and I was wearing yeah. a shirt, Natalie was wearing the pants, and her pants were identical to my shirt. Like the exact same, same print. Same fabric, same print, and I think you can buy them together as a set. It was from the same store. I I wouldn't have worn them as a set, but I, it looks cute with like black pants or a black shirt. No,
1: we looked like two halves of an outfit. It was so funny.
0: It was totally unplayed. Anyways,
1: we are the Instamamas. We're sisters, and we... Have a podcast. And we just have so much fun together. So today's episode is going to be a little bit lighter. Um, and we're going to be talking about nutrition for our children. And we should caveat by saying
0: we are not doctors. We are not nutritionists. We haven't gone to school. We don't, you know, we've just done our own research. And we know what works for our family and our kids. And we know that each kid has their own specific dietary needs, um, And talk to a doctor about it. If you're, like, really concerned about your child's nutrition, there's so much available
1: online, which is kind of a scary thing in and of itself, but there's also, you know, the person, you should talk to a real doctor. We're going to give you our own advice, but who you really should not be listening to is the food companies Mm -hmm. because they're companies and they want to make money, and so they're going to sell you however they can, and so... Um, yeah, just getting getting some good, just we're going to give you a couple tools that'll just help you when you go out into the grocery store and there's candy and cookies and all of us know, okay,
0: candy's not good for you, but what about these granola bars that have as much sugar as a as a candy bar? Yeah, when you look at the box and it's a kid climbing up a mountain and it says it has 16 grams of protein in the bar, you think, huh, that should be pretty healthy for my kiddo. Yeah, and it has
1: the word nature in it and it it looks healthy and then you turn it over and you say oh okay there's lots of sugar in this and sugar has lots of names and you know um it's all about selling an idea so always look at the nutrition facts we're really blessed to live in a country that um
0: they have a is, lot of options yeah
1: and and a lot of federal I will say, rules that force companies to be honest about what's in their products oh you know? yes
0: and i will say that as a working mom things get busy and so sometimes I will run to the store and if they don't have Lara bars I will grab just those regular oatmeal bars and I try to find the one that has the least amount of sugar but we're not talking about being perfect here we're talking about trying to do your best by your kiddo yeah and some days will be better than others but if you have some of these tools under your belt
1: when you get in a situation like that you know, Rachel kind of has a couple granola bars that she knows are better choices because she's done some research and she's she's done this healthy journey. So we'll just tell you, Rachel and I are on kind of a ketosis lifestyle. Um, I personally do code red. Um, but, so do I. I'm a code red. Rival. Oh yeah, I forgot you joined. So, <laughs> But it's basically you put your body into ketosis by eating a high fat, low carb diet. Um, and this gets a lot of flack because people are like, oh, you're just eating bacon and eggs all day. Well, we eat tons of vegetables. Um, anytime you eat any kind of food, you eat vegetables with it.
0: Well, and also I don't eat eggs. I'm allergic to them, so, yeah. so that's not my diet. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm working on
1: kind of like um, taking some other things out of my diet to see what's causing me to have some tummy issues. And so I'm working with a nutritionist and a doctor who's helping me specifically do that because I've had – a lot of success with keto losing weight but now i'm trying to dial it in and this is something you'll learn with your kids some of you know like my kid can't handle x y and z and so um a lot of this is helping with that so i guess one of the first things when getting started is can we all agree that sugar is not good Mm mm-hmm i know that this can be a controversial statement and we do not come at this to be judgmental.
0: I hope you guys don't think that way. A year we're ago, not trying to sound holier than thou because there are still times where I slip up. I have some strong sugar addictions and I will slip up and crash and fall bad mm-hmm. sometimes. And, um, you know, a year ago, I was literally,
1: well, more, more than a year ago. I started almost a year and three months ago. But before I started this healthy journey... I was living from sugar high to sugar high. I thought I loved coffee, but I really just loved the pound of sugar I put in my coffee. So I, I couldn't get through two hours without a cup of coffee and um, without a sugar binge or a bagel binge. Um, so, oh, bagels. Oh, bagels. They are just as they, – they have lots of sugar in <laughs> and then, well because <laughs> carbohydrates, those kind of carbohydrates just turn into sugar in our body. So we're not saying – and children are different. I think people are like, oh, kids can handle sugar um especially at let's just talk about added sugars first mm-hmm. what kind of food surprise you that they have added sugars in them
0: rachel well like we talked about the granola bars that are just as bad as a candy bar when a snickers has less calories than a granola bar that's pretty popular Telling. on the market there's something wrong with that picture now mm-hmm. is there better things in the granola bar yes it's not I don't
1: know. We're like harping on the granola bark. It's an easy example because,
0: well, and you know,
1: um, just because what is food that we are in a hurry
0: to get. Well, let's talk well, about applesauce. Applesauce, Those yeah. applesauce packets. There's a lot of them out there that don't have added sugar. And but the kids like them. They taste great. Apples are sweet. But it's like, why do you need to add sugar to applesauce? Pickles have sugar in them.
1: Added sugars, yeah. Added
0: sugars. Because a lot of food has natural sugars. Like, a tomato has a natural sugar. And you that's know okay. You but know. ketchup. There is a ton ton of added sugar Mm and ketchup and the natural sugars aren't the sugars that are going to be harmful to your Mm -hmm. kiddos I mean my kid loves mangoes mangoes are super high in natural sugars but I've also noticed that some stores if you get a fruit cup and it has like mangoes or oranges and everything in that they'll sprinkle sugar in there and put actual not added sugars. like why do you need to do that fruit has so much natural sugars it's sweet enough so yeah. what that's doing to your child is it's training their brain to crave these high, high, high sweet things. Well, and even things that are surprising. So, yeah, you're like, okay, it kind of makes sense that a granola,
1: granola bars are sweet, they have sugar in them, fruit is sweet, and maybe it's a little sour, so they add sugar to make it more palatable to kids. But things that surprise me, goldfish, mm-hmm. sandwich bread. Yeah. Why are they adding sugar to these things? Why do we need our sandwich bread to be sweeter? And that's the thing, if, uh, I feel like if you gave a, well, this happens to foreigners, they come here and they eat our bread and they're like, this is a dessert. Yeah. They, they're like, your bread is so sweet. Cause, um, and you know, obviously I feed my child bread. I don't eat bread cause I'm on keto. I'm trying to lose weight. My child's not trying to lose weight. I try to get, um, brands of bread that don't have added sugars, don't have high fructose corn syrup. Cause that's just sugars.
0: Fancy name, fancy sure. name. You know, it doesn't have malodextrin ne- or or, dextrose. or dextrose. Dextrose. Yeah, I mean, we have a whole list of. Maybe we'll added post a sugar. whole list to our um, Instagram of of the names the, of the fake sugar. names
1: of sugar. It's crazy, and so um, we are not saying take all the sugar out of your child's diet tomorrow because mm-hmm. guess what? They will have a what we had our first week of keto, which is called the keto flu, which is basically you're detoxing your body from sugar and
0: it does not feel good. It feels and like you have it the flu. Makes you super grumpy. Mhm.
1: Um so that just tells you why are we putting something in our body that when we take it away it has such a it's almost like having a drug withdrawal. Mhm. Um but the, some people are further along on the journey than me. Whenever something runs out, they replace it with a better version. Mm-hmm. And eventually their kids do um their bodies, their, their palate gets used to not having sweet things.
0: Um, there's a really good book out there called It Starts With Food, and it's all about natural eating. It doesn't go into ketosis at all because it's that's not the purpose of it. But one way that sh- Melissa is her name, that she Melissa Hartwig is our author, she said it's like if you're used to high salty, high sugary foods, and then you go to eating something a little bit more plain that doesn't have all that in it. And she says it's like when you go to Vegas and the bright lights and they're all exciting and you're used to that and then you go to Montana. There's no bright lights that your first initial is like, oh, where's all the bright lights? Where's all the like in your face fun, like all the fun that's been had. But if you take a closer look at Vegas, it's super dirty. It's not a place you wanna spend a lot of time in. Everything is fake. It's this facade. It's supposed to be just a fun weekend to get out and party. You know, all that. But if you go to Montana, it has you to look closer it has like the most beautiful lakes the most beautiful mountains the most fresh air like it's gorgeous and so she says it's kind of food is kind of like that in a way that your palate's used to vegas and you need to get it used to montana but it's going to be better for it in the long run mm-hmm. and, and what if we keep giving our kids sh- these high amounts of sugar
1: like we are going to fail them because anyone who lives a vegas lifestyle for too long it it you can't sustain it. You can't sustain it. It, it catches up with you. So, um, yeah, so start replacing things with sugar-free. I mean, obviously, that's just a short term. Eventually, you'll hopefully... But be
0: careful what sugar-free products okay. you replace it with. Um, some really good sugar alternatives is stevia, mm-hmm. but make sure it's a pure stevia leaf es- extract and monk, monk fruit. fruit. We do a lot of baking ourselves, and we replace it with monk fruit. Mm-hmm. What to look out for and be careful. Aspartame mm-hmm. is a confidence. sugar-free substance, but it's very dangerous and mm-hmm. it's not good for your body. Yeah. So um, just slowly start
1: taking out the the sugar and the um, uh, anything that comes in a box. You have to be suspect. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it anything to that has through, a long shelf life. Yeah, it has to go through a long chemical process to get there so anyways let's talk about fruit um because and i hope you guys we are not saying that children should do ketosis we don't believe that Mm -mm. and i think most doctors like we are we were both in a place where our weight was unhealthy we kind of shocked our bodies into ketosis to lose weight to get healthy so Mm -hmm. um and different people have different opinions i'm not personally going to be in ketosis my whole life Mm -hmm. you know once i get to maintenance mode I'm going to, ch- you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in a whole different episode. But um, for children, we do not think children should be in ketosis. They should not be in, you know, they they don't, we don't need that. We just want them to be healthy. Because mm-hmm. even a child who's not overweight may have fat that's clinging to their organs. And they have all these, st- just watch that sugar film. We mm-hmm. can probably
0: say no more about sugar. If you're not convinced, just that sugar fiber. Another good documentary on Amazon is, if you have Amazon Prime, it's called Fed Up. Mm, that oh, It's so sad. Goodness. It yeah. really,
1: it breaks my heart for the children of America because... We've been oh, lied to. Yeah, we've been lied to. We've been, we you know, because the food companies want us addicted. They want us to eat and eat and eat. And we'll talk about this. Um, let's kind of shift the conversation to talk about why are kids hungry all the time? If they're eating so many calorie dense foods so it's high in salt and sugar why are they coming to us every hour asking for a snack
0: and as you guys know my kiddo well i don't know as you know i know my kiddo loves to eat she eats a lot but she never stops moving like even in her sleep she's moving and she never stops moving that girl has more energy i take her on eight mile hikes and she still has all the energy in the world mm-hmm. um so, when your kid is eating, let's give an example of. Main... Oh, the hardwood stove. Yeah. Like yeah, the we, hardwood we stove. Have,
1: we have um, a wood stove. I don't know why I said hardwood, but because it's hardwood versus softwood. So, there's a couple things. When you're burning wood to get it started, you put. Light things like kindling and paper and it catches fire really fast paper does but what happens after like a second it burns out if it doesn't have kindling so you put a little bit of paper you add a little bit of kindling which is just like thin pieces of wood um, and the fire kind of grows and grows and grows when you get the fire going you put a big fat thick piece of wood and harder wood the denser the wood is the longer it burns so think about that as like your body your food is you know running the heat the metabolism in your body you want it to burn slowly and you want to feed it things that are it's going to burn slowly so when you let's just say you threw a sugar cube in your mouth okay your insulin's gonna spike you are going to have a little bit of a sugar high but what happens a half hour an hour later boom, crash. Because sugar's just like the paper. It burns fast and then it's done. Um, so uh, you want your body to hold on to things. So the example um, a doctor told me about was um, apple juice versus an apple. They have the same nutritional value. Um, and then a lot of apple juice, most juices, you guys, honestly, they are adding juice to it. And people are like, well, fruit juice is good because it has all the nutrients of fruit. It does, but it doesn't have the fiber. The fiber... Is the stuff that keeps it burning so they, they did a test or something and don't quote me on this because I don't have it <laughs> readily available but the doctor told me basically when the when the person they did with adults when the person drank apple juice and another person drank, ate an apple both of their insulin spiked because that's what our bodies are supposed to do the insulin spikes it lets nutrients come into our cells it's this great thing but the problem is when the insulin drops too fast That's what we don't like. That's when we have the sugar low. And when we do that over and over and over again by eating sugar, 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 sugar all the time, while our pancreas, which produces our insulin, and you guys, this is like an elementary. I'm not a doctor. This is just my understanding of it, okay? Um, When you're punching your pancreas all the time, that's a nice alliteration, punching your pancreas your pancreas uh, when you're punching your pancreas periodically no all the time. <laughs> I was trying to think of, <laughs> I was trying to think of a few or two <laughs> uh, but when you're doing that to your pancreas that's what causes diabetes and that's why we're having so many children with diabetes which was just unheard of because there's so much sugar, hidden sugar so back to the apple the regular apple that had all the fiber and the guts because it wasn't juiced had the exact same nutrients the exact same I want to say calorie count but it burned in the person's body a lot slower. Mm -hmm. And they had an insulin spike, but then the insulin slowly came back down and that's much healthier for you. And what the person could have done to even make it go slower is add a fat to that. Because sugar is, sugar especially like in fruits, our body knows how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you pair the sugary apple, which is not bad, with a fat like a, some nut butter nut butter is amazing with apples or even like if you're doing cheese a little
0: slice of cheese um and kids love nut butter and apples dipping mm-hmm. having you put in a fun little dipping thing that they can dip their apple in the nut butter they love that they
1: do and so it's like the analogy of putting hard wood on the fire it burns a lot longer your body gets to use that energy and then you don't have that high and then that low with your insulin.
0: Well, and here's the sad thing, according to the Center for Disease, that one in three children have diabetes. That's type two diabetes. That's unheard of. Because there are some kids that are born with it. it. Well, it says they either have it, well, type one is you're born with type two, Mm -hmm. they either have it or will develop it. And the sad thing is, guess what? The Center for Disease Control, our government, who we should trust, we go to them for all the new COVID updates and everything. You know, they say that one in three children born in the United States will likely develop type 2 diabetes. That's an enormous amount. But they feel like, and this just is where I'm going to have to, like, not get so angry. They feel like the solution they have right on their website, and I quote, Unless they get more exercise, more exercise. And it does say on here, and improve their diets. But their solution is more exercise. Yeah. The diet is
1: the biggest thing, though. Exercise, of course, is great. But exercise it's, is not going to fix your pancreas if you're beating the crap out of your pancreas it's every day.
0: just so funny to me how the mainstream belief today is exercise and then Diet is an afterthought.
1: Well, and let's let's talk about COVID for a minute. It's um,
0: a (laughs) buzzword.
1: Yeah, it's sometimes easier to avoid this topic. But when the pandemic started, one of the things that just no one was talking about nutrition. Mm -hmm. I feel like people are now. People are like, oh, people with with uh, higher levels of vitamin D, people who are surviving are healthier Mm -hmm. because they have healthier diets, right? And the people, um, and obviously there are people, you know, elderly. that are high at risk and things like that. But um, we have an obesity and overweight problem with not just our adults, but our children too. And then something like this comes, COVID comes, and we are, our bodies, our immune systems are not prepared. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, having a healthy
0: lifestyle, sugar actually lowers your immune system. Well, when governments are making, mandated to wear a mask, but they don't talk at all about your nutrition and you see everywhere wash your hands wear a mask stay six feet apart you see those public service announcements everywhere i have not seen one billboard or one poster on all these different places of businesses that are now thankfully able to be open i've not seen one about what have you ate today what have you been putting in your body to Mm -hmm. prevent this disease
1: because that's going that's going to be probably your biggest your defense biggest defense honestly is um you choose what goes into your body you can't help it if someone comes and sneezes on you mm-hmm. but you can make sure your immune system is ready that speaking of which reminds me of my three you know try having a toddler during this pandemic mm-hmm. oh my gosh
0: people they don't understand social distancing they don't they won't wear a mask
1: <laughs> they won't wear a mask um My husband was playing with our daughter the other day and they were, he was tickling her and she just sneezed right into his open mouth and all over his face and just giggled the biggest giggle. She thought it was the funniest thing because sneezing does kind of feel funny. I think kids laugh when they sneeze. But, um, yeah, so (laughs) it's just, it's so hard. You just have to be like, oh, you know, and I have the hand sanitizer and I try to keep her clean and hands washed and not touching stuff. But I mean, at the end of the day, her immune system has got to be strong enough to fight stuff that comes in. Mm-hmm. Because even if I controlled every aspect of our lives, we we we
0: got a cold last month, and everyone's like, "Do you have COVID?" And we're like, "No, we got a cold." Yeah, it happens. You know, no, it's so funny because one time I was at the pet store. Out of all the places that are probably the dirtiest, we're at the pet store, and one of my kiddos. Starts licking. At first, I thought he was just looking in at the puppies.
1: He wasn't looking in at the puppies. And then all of a sudden, he was I realized
0: he's just like <laughs> sitting there with his face pressed against the glass, licking it. Well, why and do I'm you like, think he was looking at
1: what were the puppies doing on the other side? I <laughs> <laughs> was
0: like trying to lick him, and he was trying to lick them. And I'm just like, oh, oh. my goodness. But that's the thing. That's how toddlers are. You can try oh. to teach them, they don't understand that there's germs literally everywhere. But you can control a little bit, especially with younger ones, what you put in their bodies. Yeah.
1: And it is a fight, especially you moms that have older kids. It will be a fight at first to change. Mm-hmm. It was a fight for us. We are all addicted to sugar. If we're mm-hmm. being real about it, all of us get that Jones for it. When you're wanting that caramel macchiato, you kind of want the caffeine, but what you really want is the caramel.
0: Oh, yeah. Honestly. I got a migraine like a couple weeks ago, and I got the ice cream from... The coffee ice cream from uh, Cold Stone, and Natalie's my accountability partner, so I had to she call her. She has to tell me when she and I said, Oh my gosh, I cheated and I had some ice cream, and she's like, and I said, but I was trying to justify it. Oh, but I had a migraine, and it always helps with migraines. And she was like, Hmm, Rachel, did you need the ice cream or did you need the caffeine to help with that migraine? <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, the sugar is going to make any kind of medical problems you're having worse. Mm-hmm. But it's it's something our doctors don't want to talk
0: about, and it's really sad. So And I think it's because they think it's too hard. Like, well, I don't want to put this on my patient because it's going to be too it's hard. It's easy to use and hand sanitizer and a mask. My 14-year-old niece came and stayed with us, and she did say, you have, like, no good food in your house. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to eat here. But did she get fed? Yes. Now, because... That's the thing is when they're younger, it's a lot easier to control it. If they're older, you just get the stuff out of the house where it's Mm -hmm. not their option. Now what they get at school or when they're out with their friends, that's going to be their own choice. But you are the best example for your kid. Mm -hmm. If you're overweight and your teenager starts seeing you eating these healthy foods Mm -hmm. and then seeing you be healthier, they'll not only notice how you look, they'll notice your attitude. What? yeah. When Sorry. I'm not, no, you're fine. When I'm not eating healthy, my attitude drops. I get Mental really grumpy. Okay. I get a little bit depressed. Like, I just want to stay in bed. I just want to watch TV. I want
1: to eat all the time.
0: But when I'm eating healthy, it's like, oh, let's go out and go to the village and go see the fountains. Or let's go out and go on a hike, you know. But when I'm not in that mindset. So your teenagers are going to see that. So if you do have older children, you just live by example.
1: And if you have that, you're like, oh, my teenager is so lazy. They're just laying around on the couch all the day. Well, they are developing so much. They're, especially your boys, they're growing femurs. What my high school Mm -hmm. um, health teacher used to say is like, you know, he's like, you girls are done growing, but the boys are still using all their mental energy to grow femurs. And that was good advice that I realized, oh yeah, that's where all their brain power is going I'm just kidding. But Rachel's uh, fostered teenagers and, you know, they'll go and use their allowance to buy junk food at the market or whatever. But I have a friend who's telling me, she said she did it for a while. And then her, her daughter started noticing how much happier and energy filled her, their mom was. And then they wanted to know, and then they were, they were asking all these questions and teenagers are cool. Cause they're, smart enough to understand why the foods are good or bad for them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing. So we've harped on sugar for 20 minutes now. So um, oh, but wow. it's okay because it is an important thing because sugar is not just in sweet things, you guys. It's in everything. everything. And that's probably the most annoying thing when you start doing a sugar-free lifestyle is sugar is in everything, and you just have to start being creative. Um, and when you first go off of sugar
0: you're gonna feel it
1: and it's yeah. not gonna feel good so that's why it's probably easier to and i this is the thing every once in a while my daughter is gonna have candy she's gonna have cake yes she, she's gonna to go to a birthday party and um i love it there's some kids in our church that will say oh i not that my mom told me not to have, when we do snacks at church we'll do sugary stuff sometimes and and our church is pretty good they actually try to be really considerate and have healthier stuff But every
0: once in a while, there's a candy option or whatever. Well, and my daughter got a cookie at the bake sale last weekend. I mean, it happens. But you know what? It made her crazy. Like, she became so hyped up on just that one cookie, and then she it was so grumpy, and it was meltdown after meltdown, and that day, I was like, what is up with her? And then I remembered, I gave her a cookie filled with sugar. She's not used to that. I eat sugar on the Grumpy Pants. She eats sugar. She's a Grumpy Pants. When the
1: cool thing about this this one family in our church, they don't say, Oh, you can't have that cookie. And sugar, and you know, as Ariana or your daughter grows up, you can tell her why she feels so bad when she eats sugar. You know, and you could use that as a learning experience. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but this family in our church, the kids would say, Oh, no, I don't want that. It'll make me feel bad. And they could, and I think the girl was maybe seven or eight, but she had connected her mom had taught her and she brought her own little snack. And I think she had like apples or something, but she had fun. She sat with the kids. She had her own little snack. No one, none of the kids were like, Ooh, you're weird or different. Like, I think that's another thing is there's this societal pressure for us to fit in and eat all these things. And, and it's, you know, so let's talk about a next topic. Um, we talked about sugar. Convenience foods. Moms, mm-hmm. we get it. Convenience foods, we need them. It's not like, a, oh, it makes life easier. It's like, no, it makes life survivable. Mm-hmm. So we're not trying to say, get rid of all your convenience foods. Um, but I'm going to have Rachel. She is like the expert at this. I'm still learning. It's hard for my My daughter's been home with us for eight months. And um, a little of her, she came to us malnourished and mm-hmm. underweight. So my whole goal was just to make her gain weight. If I didn't know about this nutritional stuff we're talking about, I would have just fed her a bunch of sugar because I'm like, oh, sugar has a lot of calories. She needs to gain weight. But she would have gained weight all in her belly, probably, and it wouldn't have been healthy. It wouldn't have been a sustainable growth, too, mm-hmm. because sugar's doing all these other bad things to her body. Now I give her, I still give her, you know, grains. Like she eats rice and, and beans and I guess beans are <laughs> legumes. She eats legumes. She eats grains. She eats rice. She eats bread. Um, but she has a lot of healthy fats in her diet. Um, grass-fed butter, nut butter, heavy whipping cream. What are some other fats? Cheeses. Avocados. Avocados. She, that girl loves avocados. I was sneaking avocado. Like they have these frozen avocados you can buy. At um, at Costco Costco, they just come in a big bag. I was sneaking them into everything she ate, and she Mm. didn't even know. But then every she also eats tons of vegetables. So um, why don't we'll talk about vegetables next? Because that's kind of what I I will tell you: the less sugar your kids eat, the more they will crave and want vegetables. And it's
0: hard. Why is that? Some and the hard thing is because some parents will say, "Well, if my kid doesn't eat this, then they just won't eat." So we Which for under- toddlers, we get it. Yeah. So for some situations, we're not saying like this works for every situation. We understand some situations like food advers- adversaries, there's um, kids who have special needs, there's yeah, kids autism, with- a lot of kids with autism will there's only things. There's textural stuff, and so we understand this isn't going out as a blanket, this is more of just a blanket, and what, mm-hmm. what we do in our own lives, whereas some big popular foods like saltine crackers, the Ritz crackers, the goldfish... Like we can harp dung granola bars a lot. All of those have long shelf life, so they're really nice to have around pretzels to have around to just quick grab and go when you're at the grocery store or grab them from the shelf. You know, those are nice to have, but they will make your kids hungry in like five seconds flat. So and it kind of
1: defeats the purpose of the thing that it is. Mm-hmm. If you could give your kid a snack and they wouldn't be hungry till the next meal. Wouldn't it be worth it, even if it took a little bit extra time to prepare that snack?
0: Exactly. And then a lot of parents are saying, well, my kids won't stop snacking, and then they won't eat dinner. And it's like because they're filled on kind of junk food, and they've ate a lot, and so they're not ready to eat a nice, healthy meal.
1: And then right before bed, they're starving.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah who amen to that who's dealt with that so and you don't want to be a horrible mom that doesn't feed your
1: kid when they're hungry i mean doesn't this all come down to us we all just want to feed our kids mm-hmm.
0: but there's a better way we can do it because we have been lied to but what about, when it comes to convenient foods, so Lara Bars, we talked about that. Lara Bars, you can get them even at Winco. You can make them yourself. A lot of them is the cashew cookie kind. That's the kind that I get. Every once in a while, I'll get like the lemon bar, the banana bread one, which are all great. The only ones that do have cane sugar in them, I think, is like the cookie dough. and the Usually the fruit ones don't have any added sugar. Because they use the sweetness from fruit hmm so like the, the blueberry the doesn't have any added sugar in it and mm-hmm. she loves the blueberry flavor one so literally what it is is dates and cashews is the cashew cookie one they just and blended them together you can make that yourself what you would do is you would get deep you, a- you would pit the dates you soak them for about an hour to get them nice soft and gooey and then you put them in a blender with cashews. not a blender
1: we kind of learned this the hard way oh blenders mm-hmm. need mm-hmm. liquid to work and so these aren't quite wet enough so if you're really going to need a food processor a food processor but if you don't have a food processor you could still do it by hand it would just take a really long time you'd have to cut everything up really really small and then mash it together Mm -hmm. but you really have to use a food processor because unless you have like a ninja blender or something the blender didn't work really well Mm -hmm. and then we then what do you do
0: next uh, so i have lara bars on hand and also when but how
1: I, you need to finish the lara bar recipe oh
0: yeah then you on a parchment paper and like a baking sheet you would just lay it down and then make it flatten the, them the put it in one. the freezer and then cut them into the bars but i actually just i don't make them myself a lot of the times I just buy them from the store and i look and wait till they're on
1: sale because they are kind of expensive they're between like 70 cents and a dollar per bar but they are not
0: they do not have a long shelf life, so to help with that, I put them in the freezer, mm-hmm. and so I keep them in the freezer, and then I put them in my daughter's lunch, and by the time she's ready to eat it, it's thawed and out and it keeps her lunch cool. You see, yeah, so that's a great one. I
1: love Lara bars because we have therapy at four thirty in the afternoon on two or is it Wednesday, Tuesdays and therapy days are stressful and it's a lot, and I need something I can reach back and hand to my kid in the car seat and. She can feed it to herself because that those days tend to be really crazy days for us when we have therapy, and so and they're uh, not messy. They aren't messy. If you make them yourself, you might have to experiment with the cashew versus um, the dates. Yeah, because you have to figure out the consistency. But yeah,
0: another uh, good food is pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds mm-hmm. are high in um, fats and fibers, and so they're good. Our-
1: Oh, I love pumpkin seeds. When having and don't be afraid of natural salt if your kids getting plenty of water. We're mm-hmm. talking about these like when we talk about
0: high salt foods, we're talking about these like manufactured salts that are like Well, even in chicken in a biscuit, those crackers that are really popular, are they addictive. have MSG. In them, they have monosodium yeah. glutamate, which is really and really high in sodium, but if they're getting enough water like natural salts the Himalayan pink salt. Uh, I use Redmond sea salt, and it's so good. delicious. We even it...
1: just like the uh, where Winco, where we live, you can get everything in bulk, and so and they come like salted. A lot of them come salted. Pumpkin seeds, um, with seeds and nuts. Just be sure that you're telling your children to chew them well. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps with digestion. That's another thing. They're used to these like the the junk food is easy to eat. It's designed mm-hmm. to like dissolve in your mouth, so that you and dissolve so you can fit a ton of it in your body and still be hungry. So it's it's amazing what these food manufacturers. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, Christy Code Red, she has a podcast and she has several about the food industry, and it's just amazing what research she's done. But yeah, you should look into that if you want to learn more. So pumpkin seeds. What else, Rachel?
0: Yeah, I mean pumpkin seeds have twelve grams of five, uh, 12 grams of protein in them so here's the two things in their diet protein and high fats are what's going to keep them full longer and give them the energy that they need
1: and then obviously the carbohydrates also give them the like energy now Mm -hmm. you know because most healthy kids are just running around all the time they need they need energy us us adults we have plenty of fat to burn most of us so we we can live off without those carbohydrates you know? know
0: Another convenience food that you can do is chia seeds. So I will take um, I a water bottle, seeds. like just a regular wa- reusable water bottle, and I'll put like a cup of almond milk and just like three tablespoons of chia seeds. And just in those t- three tablespoons, she's getting 11 grams of fat, five of which are are five of which are omega-3 fatty acids. Mm-hmm. So there's omega-6 fatty acids that you'll find in peanut butter, and then there's omega-3 fatty acids, which are really good for brain development. You'll find that in foods like salmon and a lot of fish, and those types of fats are really good for a child's brain development, especially young ones. <laughs> and there's and, this lady, um, She,
1: her husband is a, is a natural doctor, and she, she says, your brain is just a big stick of butter yeah it needs fat i know we hear the word fat and we kind of think oh that's bad for
0: you fat makes you fat but no no,
1: you need fat healthy fats okay we should we should very yeah so there's lots of healthy fats and um yeah, it's all a learning process. So, yeah, those are the things that are going to keep them full. Seeds.
0: Yeah, chia seeds and then are for- rich in antioxidants, and that prevents cancer and boosts immunity. If you want to boost their immunity, chia seeds are a way to go. Are they are good
1: gut health food? I and they like? are
0: good. Oh, They're yeah. e- they help with the digestion. Mm-hmm. They're very easy to digest. So if you put them in a cup of almond milk, just you need like three tablespoons of chia seeds. They, you may they see, bloom and, like, get a lot bigger than Yeah, they, they become almost like a jelly substance and I'll put in a tablespoon of monk fruit and then I'll put in cinnamon also because cinnamon helps with blood sugar mm-hmm. and it gives it a little bit more flavor and I just shake it up and I put it in the fridge and anytime we need It tastes like, to... like uh, the cinnamon cereals. Yeah. Ate. Oh, I love the cinnamon cereals. It is so good. One of my co-workers had it for the first time the other day. I made her some. I just brought it in a jar and mm-hmm. she's like, why have I waited so long to eat cheese seeds? Like, these are really good because it's kind of a foreign food, so you don't think about it. And it with is. kids, mm-hmm. they will like it. And my daughter has sensory processing disorder, so she She has some texture stuff that she just can't do. Like, Mm -hmm. there's certain, like, even um, canned chicken sometimes she can't do that because of, like, the texture, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I understand, like, my daughter can't do certain things, but she loves the chia seeds. And you can even barely tell that the seeds are in there. I think she just loves the... Because by the time they bloomed, they're kind of like a...
1: If you've ever had tapioca pudding, they Mm -hmm. kind of have that... Consistency, and then with the almond milk, just be sure you get the unsweetened almond milk mm-hmm. because and the and brands are, are crazy. You and know, you are actually... adding
0: the monk fruit for the, the monk sweetness. fruit makes it sweetness. And she loves that. And it's a convenience food because you can take it with you. If you have a water bottle that you can close up, you can put it in a cooler. Invest in a really good cooler that you can throw some ice packs that you can leave in the car as you're running from errand to errand for me i do that for her breakfast a lot of the times when you're I'm, in a hurry i'll just you be don't like okay here's down. your breakfast but i still know she's getting it's high in protein that's the thing about chia seeds they're almost just like a magical food because they have so much protein in them mm-hmm. and they are a great vegan option if you want to feed your family vegan mm-hmm. um one
1: well, another thing you could do if you wanted to add it and make it more like an oatmeal so people call this the chia seed with the milk, add they call it no oatmeal, like mm-hmm. no oatmeal. It's you know, yeah, a plain uh, word. But um, you can add. I like my. It's too like gooey for me. I like it, so I will add nuts to it, or I will add berries to it, just to mm, give it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I more. love
0: adding blueberries to it when I make it. You for just myself. if you're
1: drinking it from the water bottle, you have to think about them. But yeah, she is getting everything she needs way more than if she ate a bowl of cereal. She'd be hungry in an hour.
0: Yeah, which how many just, of you have
1: kids that are hungry an hour after they eat cinnamon toast crunch or whatever?
0: Exactly, and they also have calcium and phosphorus, magnesium, which all of these are great. They have it, just like avocados have more calcium in it than a banana. Mm-hmm. We're all told, oh, our kids need bananas, which actually my kid eats a banana for breakfast every morning, and mm-hmm. um, we obviously don't because are very very high in carbs mm-hmm. but like I said our kids are in maintenance anything. we will probably yeah, yeah our kids are not needing to be in ket- ketosis um another thing we do I bought reusable ziploc bags because one thing we're trying to do is go through zero waste too mm-hmm. is I bought reusable ziploc bags and I put carrots and a little reusable container that I put the ranch in so I always have ranch and carrots. Yeah,
1: ranch, you might be surprised. I heard some, I think my mother-in-law, she, she worked at an elementary school for many, many years. And she said, if we just put ranch on everything, the kids would eat all everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's true. Because the kids, she said their kids just drink in the ranch
0: comes. Well, that's another thing. Like our mom told us that she never wanted to eat vegetables and fruits because she grew up eating it out of a can. So can you imagine eating green beans out of a can? Some people do. Some people like it. Compared to somebody sauteing green beans in butter and fresh green beans from the farmer's market and butter and a little bit of garlic and sea salt or avocado oil like imagine how delicious that sounds mm-hmm. so make the vegetables good for your kids don't give them a plate of raw broccoli and be like here you go yeah, I, I don't like raw I need broccoli. you to eat your broccoli or mushy steamed broccoli with no flavoring on mm-hmm. it whatsoever my daughter will eat roasted cabbage how many kids do you know will eat roasted cabbage? Mm-hmm. Because I flavor it. That's mm-hmm. another thing. I think a lot of kids, people don't think your kids need flavorful food, but then it's like, why is it so hard to get your kids to eat if you don't put any yeah. salt, Even or just salt or butter or
1: pepper? Yeah, and you know, obviously, you got to be careful with not doing too much salt. But do you have any more? Before we jump into vegetables, because that's a whole other topic. What do you have to say?
0: Any more convenience foods? That's pretty much it. Like sliced celery. Uh, cashews uh, Any your, kind of nuts yeah. yeah Make your own trail mix mm-hmm. So we get the lilies Chocolate chips That are from Sweetened with stevia Sweetened with stevia I put some cashews I put some lilies And then I put some raisins And yeah And it, the kids they, they don't know the difference Honestly They don't miss the trail mix Oh and I will put pumpkin seeds mm-hmm. In her trail mix as well Pumpkin seeds Ooh that sounds good And, and so then, then she's getting fats She's getting fiber She's getting energy, protein Yeah Uh, Another uh, hard-boiled
1: eggs. They're nice to have because in a hurry. Mm -hmm. If you're like, I need my kid. Because then, you know, you're tempted to just run through and get a McMuffin or something. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it's just as easy to have um, and
0: cheaper and much better for your kid to have some hard-boiled eggs. Peel them all right when you... Yeah, you can either buy them already hard-boiled and peeled from Costco. Like I'm saying, if you want to save time, but if you want to save money... At the beginning of the week, I hard boil a dozen eggs, and then I crack them, and I peel them, and I put them into baggies Mm -hmm. that are just ready to go. Yeah, so that's a lot of amazing stuff. So let's jump into vegetables. We talked
1: about insulin. So we believe anytime you feed your body anything that creates an insulin response, you want to give it the best things. Because the insulin tells your cells to open up and take in nutrients. So... That's why we eat vegetables with every meal, including breakfast. So um, it doesn't always happen. But um, just how I add vegetables to breakfast sometimes because I'm supposed to eat vegetables with every single meal. And sometimes it's awkward. We don't think about eggs, bacon, and carrots. Eggs,
0: bacon, and toast.
1: No toast for us, Rachel. But for our kids. So um, I just, uh, a couple ways that I do vegetables at breakfast is veggies and ranch. Mm -hmm. it's not hard at all because breakfast for me needs to be I don't want to think about it at
0: all well get out of the breakfast mindset too instead of thinking of breakfast you just think of breakfast food it's the first you know what I had breakfast for breakfast today Mm -hmm. I had a chicken stir fry that I made yeah for breakfast I did have eggs and bacon and and blueberries but On
1: Saturdays, our family does like a family breakfast and I'll make more elaborate breakfast. And I think it's
0: easier for me to get out of the breakfast mindset because I'm allergic to eggs. Mm -hmm. So what, waffles, pancakes, breakfast food... All has eggs in it, French toast. Mommy. So I, it's pretty easy for me not to get out of that breakfast mindset. Yeah,
1: even like I'm getting a bunch of tomatoes for my garden now. So I'll just put everything but the bagel seasoning on. Oh, everything but the bagel on seasoning. cucumbers, is so good. and so my sister showed me this. You put cucumbers, put a little bit of cream cheese on them, whole fat cream cheese. Don't do this fat-free, fat-free stuff because they add sugar to that. Look at the labels. Anyways, um, don't get me started on that tangent again. But um, cucumbers, a little bit of. Uh, Uh, cream cheese everything but the bagel seasoning oh my gosh Mm -hmm. crunchy salt it's perfect and it gives me my fat it gives me my vegetable um and then I also have in my freezer at all times I have riced carrots riced um cauliflower riced cauliflower so you can buy it and it's actually um I like
0: to buy it because it's easier but if I have time I'll process it all. Yeah, I don't have time to. make it myself. I've actually found that I don't save that much money buying a head of cauliflower rather than buying frozen rice cauliflower. Because then it goes bad less. Yeah, I mm -hmm. find, and it doesn't make as much either with the regular cauliflower. So my daughter pretty much loves rice.
1: And so if I just cook the rice cauliflower in the microwave for like a minute, add a bit of butter and salt, she'll just eat it with a spoon. Mm -hmm. Uh, But not everybody's kids that way. So something you could do to start is by putting that rice cauliflower in spaghetti sauce. Start putting that rice
0: flour in any kind of sauces you do for dinner or lunch. Well, here's what's really funny, is one time I had the teenagers, and when I was fostering, I was not into healthy. I was into convenience and easy. But one time I had a teenager who, but I've always loved vegetables, even when I was big, big, big and wasn't eating healthy, I always ate vegetables. Because we were raised to eat a lot of veggies, which is funny, but yeah. Because mom, when she grew up, she didn't have to eat out of cans anymore. Oh, that's the (laughs) other part of that story is, then when she met our dad, like my grandpa always made stuff with fresh vegetables and she's like, vegetables are really good. So I made this beef and broccoli and I put rice cauliflower in it. And then one of my daughters, my 16 year old was eating it and, after she was done, I was like, did you like that? And she's like, yeah, it was really good. And I was like, that wasn't rice. That was vegetables. She was like, oh, you tricked me. I can't believe you got me to eat vegetables. Like, this girl would not even touch vegetables. If it was green, she would look the other way. But I just thought that was really funny. But So you might start by sneaking vegetables
1: in. It might be diced really small um, or even in a food processor. Or
0: blended. Blended, yeah. Avocados have more potassium in them. Than bananas. Everybody's like, "Oh, you need potassium. Eat a banana." Well, avocados have more potassium. You can throw those in a smoothie. You can make ice cream with them. You can make brownies. It's funny because if you, it's they so can versatile. go savory
1: or they can go sweet. Yeah. Um and, You know, I, today I just took an avocado, half an avocado, mashed it up with some salt and lime, and just ate it, and it was oh my awesome. I love the guacamole. I, I I go back and forth with avocados. Sometimes I love them, but they're healthy fat and. Um, they're so filly. Yeah, and I, they're not technically a vegetable, but a lot of people on this lifestyle consider them a vegetable. And if you're, and pa- olives are good.
0: Olives are an oh, easy olives. thing to
1: add to breakfast. And That's, olives. I forgot are, to say that. Before.
0: Sorry, sorry, I mean I keep interrupting you. Well, and olives are an easy convenience <laughs> okay. food. Um, mm-hmm. You can get them in little to go pouches, which I don't like to do because of the zero waste. Or you can just get a one that has the popable can, so you can just throw it in your purse. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even need a cooler for olives; just throw it in your purse and then pop open the can at yeah. the park. Olives never last in my house long enough to need to be refrigerated. So yeah, and I love olives. Os- they are high in fat and
1: high in calories, but they're good they're calories so good that are going to fill you up and keep you full.
0: Another. Thing to do is if you pack your kids' school lunches is get bento boxes. Mm-hmm. If you get a little bento box, then you can pack like the olives in one section and the o- avocado in another section, and this in another section. Because that's is we've noticed that when you
1: eat well and eat good, eat good, um, the things spoil faster. Mm-hmm. You have to have and and they tend to be a little bit more messy. Like um, seaweed, oh, my my kid loves seaweed, but so does mine. Um, but. Kids that's another quick one. Yeah. Although seaweed. if you do have seaweed, it's not going to fill your kid up. No, that's not a filling. That's just a good. I usually replace bread with seaweed. Mm-hmm. I will make like a little, like little tiny sushi rolls. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. But um, yeah, just think. I know moms. It does sound like we're saying bye, bye, bye. But it didn't. Ha- it wasn't like one day we went and spent a thousand dollars and had everything we needed. Mm-hmm. We learned as we went. We we made like this week. Say okay. We're gonna make one change this week. Instead of peanut butter and jelly for lunch with um, you know, sugar-filled jelly and sugar-filled peanut butter, because I hate to tell you guys, people, there's like 10 grams of added sugar in all these crazy, I mean... Tons of peanut butter. Peanut butter. So there are brands that don't, but nut butter, I think almonds are sweeter than peanuts. And I prefer it to the taste wise, but I, you know, so it's also required. You have to get used to that. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, so maybe you say, okay, we're going to do peanut butter and sugar-free jelly. And then next week we're going to do peanut butter or we're going to do nut butter and sugar-free jelly. Oh, Rachel's uh, Fitbit is telling her to do something. Yeah, it's,
0: and I've been sitting so long. That oh my gosh, we've up. been talking too long. Okay, well we're well, gonna wrap this up here in a minute. Also, but. one more real quick thing too is toddlers love. I my daughter had her friend over a couple weekends ago, and instead of giving them their own plate with their food on it, where they were just throwing it off the table and everything, I made her a little chitutary tray. They loved it. So what is that exactly? So I took like this little wooden tray, uh-huh. and I put pepperonis, I put olives, I put grapes. I put oranges, so I had fruit and proteins, and then I put some nuts on there, uh, some cashews. They ate the entire thing. Like, I didn't have any problem, and they were full until the next snack.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, and one thing I'll leave you guys with, my biggest thing for my toddler,
1: because um, we are actually very lucky. A lot of adopted kids come from orphanages where they're eating one food, and so they have a hard time adding foods, and... um, You know, and then we all had parasites when we came back from India from the water, wasn't clean to drink. And so um, we just all had gut problems when we got back. Um, But luckily, our daughter is actually a pretty good eater. Um, But all she ate was beans and rice when she was in India. And so what we did is we started out with beans and rice and added shredded carrots into it. Then we, you know, then we added an egg, then we added, you know, and so don't feel like you have to reinvent the wheel tomorrow, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if your kids are young like ours. If your kids are older, you might want to sit down with them and start explaining some of these things because they, you'd be surprised how much they understand, but especially with young ones, and especially with babies, just start them out right. So, you know, and before we knew it, I was making a list of all the food she ate. By the time she was home with us for two or three months, she was eating 30 plus different types of food. And this girl had literally never had meat in her entire life. They're totally vegan where she's from um, and vegetarian. Um, I don't think she'd ever had eggs. She literally was having milk, which isn't vegan, but I think some vegans in India drink milk. I don't know. All the restaurants said vegan on them, but they served milk, so I don't understand. I did not speak the language, but long story Mm -hmm. long. um, uh, She was drinking milk. And having lentils and rice in like, a yellow curry paste. And that was all she ate, three meals a day, um, if she got three meals a day. So we're trying to bring her home and have her eating all these different foods. We had to do it slowly. We added mm-hmm. it in slowly. So um, don't think you have to change it all tomorrow. But you might be surprised when you start to make these healthy changes. Your kids might be grumpy at first. But then they might turn around and be like, you know, because – If you explain to them why the things are the way they are, um, you know, even oatmeal. So we oatmeal for breakfast every day, but I will... I don't, but my daughter does because she needs the the oats and all these good things. But we add heavy whipping cream or grass-fed butter and... We because it, it'd be easy to get it out of the packets and it has all the sugar in them. Oh, yeah, you know. the
0: little oat packets that take mm-hmm. like a minute in the microwave.
1: Mm-hmm. No, we do the like rolled oats you buy in bulk or whatever.
0: And it takes
1: me a little bit of extra prep in the morning, but then she doesn't eat again till lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And this is a kid who eight months ago was malnourished, starving. You guys realize that it's not like, and, and she's getting plenty to eat. She's a healthy weight, she's a healthy size, she's growing every day. Um. But I'm feeding her really densely nutritious food, and if she needs a snack, she'll come and kind of whine, and, and I'll give her a snack before
0: lunch if she needs it, but very rarely does she need it. And Yeah, how many kids eat their bowl of cereal, and then they're begging for a snack, like right after breakfast? Well, I'll tell you, when she wants
1: to eat before lunch is on Saturdays, I'll make pancakes for her and her dad, and she's mm. always hungry, mm-hmm. so I'll try to add nut butter and stuff to the, to the pancakes to help her burn a little bit longer. <laughs> But, yeah, that's the only time she's ever hungry before lunch is usually
0: when she's had a high-carb, high-sugar breakfast. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to think the other day, I had, like, two options for my daughter. I can't remember what the other one was, but she chose... To eat carrots and ranch. Like, she wanted that over mm-hmm. the... I think it was, like, chicken nuggets or something, and mm-hmm. we were someplace, and she wanted her carrots and ranch. Or yeah. she'll ha- opt, out, opt for her blueberries. Mm-hmm. Like she'll or you go, guys go
1: to, um, like, if you're having a hamburger, you know, you do it without the
0: bun. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. She'll take the bun off her hamburger, and I'll tell her, you can eat the bun. It's okay, but she doesn't want to. <laughs> it's so funny. So, it's crazy how much... What you do, your kids will fall in line and do the same. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, we have talked your ear off. I hope this gives you a lot to think
1: about. I hope it doesn't overwhelm you. That is not our goal for mm-hmm. today's episode. We And if you have any questions, please talk to us on Instamamas Nat and Rach, um, at, on Instagram. Um, DM us. Yeah, ask us questions. Post your ideas. Um, and don't kill yourself or beat yourself up because your kid... Had sugar at a birthday party. Mm hmm
0: Yeah, like I said, we pretty sugar-free in our life. But like I said at church last week, I gave my kid a cookie. So So I'm not perfect. My kid will eat granola bars. And they can
1: metabolize it pretty well because they're little. But do we really want to start their metabolism at age three? Their pancreas. Do we really want them to be fighting that fight? And uh, do we want them to be
0: overweight and dealing with their weight as adults? Yeah. Do you want them to have that sugar addiction? That most of us have. I mean, we don't want that for our kids. We want better for them, right? Yeah, we want to
1: feed them well, and we want it to be easy. And sometimes we have to do a hard thing now so it's easier later. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, um, and the longer you do it, the more it is easy. I, I don't have to think about what I'm going to... I used to be so stressed out. What am I going to pack her for a lunch? No, it just comes naturally, and we know You know, we know we what she eats, we know what I eat, and it's, it's not... It's not World War Three in our house. It's just food. Mm-hmm. And it starts with food. And it's yummy. It's good, delicious food. If you want to see pictures of good, delicious food, follow Instamamas, Nat and Rach, on Instagram. That was a shameless hug. <laughs> but yeah, Rachel's a really good cook, and she does all these beautiful Natalie
0: things. is always complimenting me, all the time. Well, because I'm a simple... I'll, like, for dinner,
1: have an avocado and a piece of lunch meat. <laughs> like, here, I'm
0: so simple. Here's the funny thing, though. Natalie is so wise and has so much wisdom. And, like, on our Zoom the other day, like, talking about people getting us confused, Natalie would make a really good point... And then the Bible study leader would say, Oh, that was really good, Rachel. That was really good, she Rachel. Kept, Rachel
1: kept getting all of my credit <laughs> on the Na- Zoom call because our voices are so similar.
0: We the national anthem at our high school when we were in high school. And the next day, everybody kept coming to me and said, That was so beautiful. You sing so beautifully. And I was You're like, like oh, Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'll just
1: take the credit. So, yeah. Well, we love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Catch us on Instagram. Listen wherever podcasts are available on iTunes and Anchor and Spotify, Spotify. and Google Play, and I'm sure there's other places. That's but just search, find us Instamamas. But y'all All right. are
0: great. Love you guys.